Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the 1985 original horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Len. And welcome back, Robert Black. Hello again. I made a rhyme. I'm sorry about that. That was... (laughs) It happens. This is Minute 32 of Fright Night. It begins with a vampire with stigmata and ends with a relieved Charlie. All right, so we have Jerry analyzing his hand. He's kind of flipping it back and forth. And again, we we see this ring that constantly comes up, but it just, I don't know, the quality of my video is just not good enough to see what that, it's like a, what do you think that ring is, Robert? We've been analyzing it. When when I was watching the minutes again, I was looking at that. I'm like, do they show it closer later in the movie? But I watched the movie last week, and Mm. so I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell what it is. Is it really obvious, like a skull, or is it something more interesting? I couldn't tell. It it looks more triangular. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm assuming it's some sort of crest, a family crest, or or I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a wolf's head. I think I'm pretty sure. It, maybe it's a nod to Dark Shadows. I'm pretty sure Barnabas Collins in uh, the original Dark Shadow series that was his cane that he always carried was a, special to him. And uh, oh, you mean that Tim Burton movie? I'm going to punch you right in the dick. Uh, <laughs> how dare you bring up that blasphemy? Yeah, pretty sure it was like a wolf's head. So, I mean, you know, triangular, maybe it's a... Anyway, it's just a guess. <laughs> it's just, that's why I... It's like one of the many things... Well, there's not too many things to just kind of glom onto and like try to figure out. Because I'm always wondering about Jerry's past. I want to know... I want a Jerry... Jerry and Billy, Billy prequel. I want to know what was going on. Why? 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 No, I'm, I'm going to have to argue this point until you come around to my side. You know what? We'll kill a monster quicker than a silver bullet or a stake through the heart or sunlight. A fucking backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of that shit. I don't want to. I don't want to feel sympathy for Darth Vader. Yeah. I, no. What makes a good villain a villain is the mystery and the mystique behind not knowing that they were. I mean, there's hints to it. There's hints. There's sadness. You know, he gives Charlie a choice like he never had. That's good. That's enough. I don't need a full movie of him falling in love with a girl and then her stepfather bites him and you know, who gives a shit. <laughs> well, I just want to know how he got the name Jerry. Does a vampire str- have even been a vampire? Yeah. Was he born like was he like a chosen vampire? Like was he born with vampire abilities? Well, all of that mystery that that's what makes it awesome. I, I think if you just if you uh, fleshed out that those questions, it would be a situation. We don't get many clues, just like the painting of the woman that looks like Amy. Right. Where you could figure out like her style yeah, of clothing. That's another approximate one. time period, maybe, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's more fun without details. So Jerry uh, gets his uh, vamp face on, and uh, yeah, we see some some smoke coming from his hands. And I, I, you know, I made a funny in my notes. I said maybe it's coming from his ears. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so, so yeah, Charlie is full on slack jawed at the sight of this monster. This is the first time he's seen Jerry like this. This is huge. Uh, yeah, monsters are real. Like. 
This is not just some strong guy throwing me around. This is not some guy with some fang, fake fangs sinking his teeth or some weird fingers. This is a monster face. His posture, you know, it, it's it's great makeup. His posture, though, reminds me of another Chris Sarandon movie, The Princess Bride, mm. the, the little witch when uh, Buttercup is dreaming, slime, fool, or whatever the hell she's screaming. <laughs> the queen of slime? Yeah. The putrescence? <laughs> exactly. Queen of refuse? Ah, uh, man. I have Princess Bride Monopoly. I have not pulled that out yet, but uh, I don't think I ever will either because uh, <laughs> I hate Monopoly. <laughs> well, Monopoly's awful. <laughs> I was like, this is cr- Monopoly, though. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> kind of given to me as a, from a friend. So Jerry's hair is matted down and his skin kind of looks like his face was burned. His uh, his eyes are yellow-orange. His fangs are gross. Uh, it's his fangs are so weird. They're like almost like bulging out of his mouth. Yeah. Well, I, I love his fangs in this moment when he's like got his mouth wide open and screaming because yeah. that whatever they put to attach those teeth has like a roof of his mouth inside. It's like a whole uh, retainer kind of system or yeah. something because it's attached mm-hmm. and it's really nice. Good detail. Um, a little bit of uh, trivia here. Uh, much of this film's $9.5 million budget was spent on special effects. It was the first vampire film to spend $1 million on special effects. Nice. You can tell. You can tell they hold up. I mean, not all of it, but most of it. And I love practical effects, and I will go to my grave saying that. I like it a lot more than CGI. Now, that has Usually, to- yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually. And... Uh, they, this movie, as you said before, Robert, I believe that it's known for its uh, special effects, its makeup. Oh, yeah. Man, it's good. This is a quote I got from uh, the January 86 issue of Cinefantastique. Good magazine. <laughs> I love Fright Night Wiki. It has all the old zines. It's, it, anything related I to Fright Night. magazine. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a quote from Randall William Cook. He worked on visual effects. He, was, he also uh, worked on The Thing. He worked on Ghostbusters. He got a lot of this crew from Ghostbusters, actually. Some Ghostbusters stuff happens at the end, even. We'll talk about. And he says about uh, Jerry's look here. He says, basically, I stole the idea from John Barrymore's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Everything done makeup-wise in that film, including finger extensions, was so subtle and effective that it seemed to me that was the right way to go. Tom Holland was very much affected by Nosferatu, so we were pretty much in agreement on how the vampire should look. So Cook with fellow monster maker Steve Johnson, visual effects art director John Bruno, arrived at a makeup that was a striking cross between Sarandon's features and the sculpted giant bat that may or may not be in this movie. Uh, (laughs) Quote, at the time I was creating the makeup, no actor had yet been cast. I had to reverse the normal process and create the bat with an eye towards the direction and the makeup of the actor that the actor would take. Fortunately, actor Chris Sarandon has that type of pronounced features that make the whole process easier. I've got tons of trivia here. Um, Chris Sarandon claimed that he didn't try, if he didn't try hypnosis or meditation to cope with the time he spent in the makeup chair, he'd go stark raving mad. He says, from 4 a.m. till noon, we did makeup. Then I'd go out and work for eight hours. Then I'd come back and get the makeup off for a half hour, 45 minutes, go home and sleep for six hours, and come back and do the same things for two weeks. It was a motherfucker. <laughs> so God, I can't imagine just sitting there and just having your 
I don't know. I, I think I'd be a little bit claustrophobic, you know, the more stuff they got put on me. Yeah, I, I think we talked in a previous minute about even contacts. I love Halloween. I love dressing up. But there was a year uh, that I dressed up as a vampire and did some contacts, and they were Oh, man, panic-inducing to try to get them in and out myself, just as a guy that never has done it. I didn't like it. I've never been cast. You know, I've never had my head wrapped or anything like that. Would you like to? Yeah, I would, actually. I think I'll come over there and wrap your head right now. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't wear contacts, like regular ones. I can't imagine having to wear these glass ones that they wear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Every time I see Jerry in these contacts and other future contacts they they're they're supposed to be so painful and you can't see a thing yeah yeah i remember they used the same ones for lost boys and the actors talking about how they had to put them in their eye with a suction cup because like you couldn't touch them when you put them in your eye because your hand would mess it up and so you had to hold it on a suction thing and stick it in there yeah i'd have to have a i'd have to have people holding me down and then somebody (laughs) doing for me yeah squirm too much so what kind of vamp face do you guys prefer? I mean, we have we have a few. We have um, ones that kind of retain the humanity, like uh, a Bella Lugosi, uh, Christopher Lee, um, even Near Dark, those vampires, let the right one in. And then we have the kind of like the bat, bat-like Nosferatu. And then we ha- and then there's like the in-between where they they change face, they change shape like in uh, Buffy or Lost Boys. Is there Anything, what is you guys's, uh, you guys's, I hate saying that so much. (laughs) What do you guys prefer as your favorite uh, vampire face? Or is there like a different one maybe you're thinking thinking of? Well, what I really like is like the, uh, what they did for Kindred the Embraced, which is uh, like what, six episode show based on Vampire the Masquerade? (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, they have different clans of vampires. And so you have the Nosferatu who look like Nosferatu. They've let they've lost more of their humanity. But you have the uh, – I'm trying to remember the other clan names. But you have the clans that uh, – Wasn't there a Bruja or something? Yeah, Bruja. <laughs> I remember when this was on. I barely remember the actual Mal- thing. Malkavians are like the crazy ones and stuff. But <laughs> it's like this mix. It's like more of your humanity is gone. You look more like Nosferatu. Uh. If you're either – purposely held onto your humanity or you were made into a vampire recently, you maybe look more human. In terms of favorite, I think you got I'd have to go with one where you can still see the actor's face mm-hmm. because the best performance on a vampire is one where they can still emote, they can seduce you. Right. They still have to yeah. look good. And so it, it it helps when they you can see more of the humanity because it grabs you. I I, I tend to you know, I love that <laughs> That's why we're doing this. I love this movie. I love the way the vampires look in this movie. But you just mentioned the Lost Boys. And when I think of, like, classic vampire face, I always think of Kiefer Sutherland. Mm. Uh, and he has his brow, you know, in vampire. He's he's. You can still see him. He can still emote, like you said. But he has a, maybe some, I, I don't know this, but uh, forehead prosthetics. Yeah. Uh, and the fangs in, and uh, yeah, when I think of classic vampire, I, you know, we're children of the '80s, so I do think of Fright Night and uh, the Lost yeah, Boys. Fright Night and Lost Boys, yeah. I I do like the uh, I don't know the Buffy, the Lost Boys, where they can change back into a regular face and woo you in, and then at the last moment, like, ah! <laughs> I've always been <laughs> I've always been uh, kind of repelled by the Nosferatu one. I guess that's the, the point of it, but yeah. What's the what's the film? I have like vague memories of a jaw. Norbit. 
What? What time? Norbit. <laughs> Norbit. Yeah, it's got to be it. No, a John Hinging, like really, really wide. Is that maybe the Underworld movies? Is there a kind of vampire that did that? Like, uh, uh, I don't know. And like maybe a it, second. It sounds. Side. It sounds like something from uh, Underworld movies, or maybe even um, what's the zombie ones? The based on the video game because they have vampire like things evil. where their mouths do Resident Evil yeah mm. they have a lot of things similar to lots of different monsters that mouths right. open up wide yeah I, I, I remember whatever it is that's floating around in my head right now I remember the CGI being pretty bad and, and me thinking nah I don't really that's not the way I see vampires but I always thought the even though it's classic and cool I do think the sort of Dracula the Bela Lugosi sort of ne- never changes is, is is except for having fangs is maybe because it's so old now it's yeah. not as exciting mm. and then you have the Coppola one where he's got all sorts of different faces <laughs> this old man with weird hair yeah. <laughs> I aspire for to that right <laughs> oh yeah they <laughs> so yeah Jerry says no it's so loud that Light shines on Charlie, and he is blown back against the window. And I gotta say, this is me when I stub my toe really bad, or like I've just asked my kids, I don't know how many times, to just do something, and they don't. They just completely ignore me. But yeah, what's happening here? Where, where's this light coming from? <laughs> what's who cares? It's awesome. <laughs> Well, that's the curse of these these podcasts. I have to ask all the questions. Where's the wind coming from? It's coming from his vampireness. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it's the subjective thing for Charlie. In, in this moment, he is so blown away by what's seeing that it, we're literally seeing him blown away. Hmm. I will tell you something really funny here. Uh, originally, the filmmakers had planned to enhance uh, Jerry's vampire voice electronically. But mm. the tests were so poor that they just used Chris Sarandon's real voice. But I don't know. Just imagining him sound like, I don't know, Megatron or something. <laughs> <laughs> he stops all of a sudden. And this is kind of a, a fun comedy beat when all of a sudden we hear Judy in the background yelling for Charlie. And she yeah. can't get out of her room. Do your Judy voice, Robin. <laughs> oh, we, you got to do mini Pearl. Charlie! <laughs> <laughs> So what's Judy thinking? Like, uh, there's there was this unearthly scream that must have shook the house. The way Charlie was pushed up against the window. I mean, did, 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 I guess we're just to assume that he she didn't hear that. Uh, or well, we we deter- we talked about it in the previous minute or a couple ago. She's been drinking Bloody Marys and took a Valium. <laughs> she's out. Yeah. So she's in dreamland. So she heard something, but not well enough to have any idea what it was. Did you stub your toe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I love this comedy beat where, like, Jerry just stops. Like, the whole supernatural event has stopped, and he is just looking around, and his eyes are darting back and forth. And for some reason, his tongue is just kind of, like, moving around inside his mouth. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it's probably because he can't close his mouth with that yeah. those teeth in. <laughs> We, we get this moment where Charlie gasps and, uh, you know, I really should start keeping track of how many times that Charlie has ru- ruined, like, some underpants in this movie because it does keep coming up. I'm like, oh, Charlie ruined yet another pair of underpants. 
And uh, there's this this moment. It's the horror of waiting. Like, what is he going to do? Is he going to just turn around and murder my mother? Is he going to murder me and then murder her? But uh, but then but then for Jerry, he'd have to go find a new house and a new neighborhood. Yeah. So in his head, he's got that whole. He's thinking, what am I going to do? Also. Yep. <laughs> So he's just looking back and forth, and Charlie's Charlie's looking back and forth, like to Jerry, and then to the door, <laughs> and you know, just God, shut up, mom, he's gonna kill you. <laughs> I love the progression of the shots, though, the back and forth. You see Jerry's uh, changing slowly back to human. Yeah, that's really really clever. You know, yeah, it's like as he calms down, he becomes more human. Yeah, he gets yeah. his hair back. His hair comes back into shape. But it's, he's still got the face, and then the face goes away. But he's still got the claw. And then he's just, he's back to human, but he is, his face is pretty red, probably from all the makeup that was just on it. But <laughs> <laughs> and I love this. I love this when he just raises the claw and then closes it in the fist, and you can just hear, like, knuckles cracking. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jerry calms down and leaves. He flies out the hallway window. There, there's a weird cut here, though, because they're in the bedroom, and then it cuts immediately to the hallway window, which from this angle would be out in the hallway and then to the left. Yeah. It's like it just cuts out all of this distance, and it does it, I think, next minute or the one after when uh, Charlie's out in the hallway, too. We get this weird gap of time between the two windows. That is true. It is kind of confusing, but... I, 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 and, and at first, the hallway confused me too because there's flower pictures out the out here. But then when he's in the hall with his mother, it's a different painting. I realize it's because the hallway's got like an L shape to it. But mm-hmm. at first, I was like, "Wait, where did that go? Where's this window?" <laughs> because the cut is so abrupt, it's just like I didn't see where it was. Yeah, uh, we we talked about some editing last week too, where uh, they even inserted a shot from a later scene <laughs> into into the shot where he's uh, <laughs> approaching Judy's bed. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, otherwise they they got like the great back and forth edits between their faces and mm-hmm. the different reaction shots, and then they do this where they just skip something. I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. What happened? I know you want him to be fast because he's a vampire, but it's too fast. Yeah, he's faster than the editing. <laughs> and yeah, we get that cool sound of the the transformation. So, I don't know, like scream, uh, whoosh. Um, well, to go back to what Robert's saying, vampires don't show up in mirrors, and they don't show up in edits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now, now I understand. That's fine. That's what happens. You fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Charlie is uh, stuck in place for just a moment and until he, like, it's like he's slowly, like, okay, what, I guess I have to go talk to my mom now. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I love the script here. It says it. He Charlie throws off his shock at still being alive. Yeah. And plunges after him. <laughs> yeah, he's got just sweat pouring down his face. This, this is a pretty sweaty week, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, she she comes out and says, "What's wrong?" And he puts on a smile and says, "I, I just had a nightmare, mom." So that's where this minute kind of cuts off. So, do you guys have anything else for this minute? Well, I do, because this was one of the minutes I said I wanted to do out of options, because mm. I love the mother yeah. in this movie. Like, Dorothy Fielding is, like, this wonderful, like, in, just in this this moment and the, and the next minute, uh-huh. she is immediately concerned about him, and then it's like, oh, I had a nightmare, and she's like, oh, you know, I had one, too. And her tone <laughs> is just, she's so casual about everything. I know she's, yeah, she's been drinking, she's like a single mother or whatever. <laughs> And she's just so pleasant, and 
I I was looking her up and realized she's the one in the documentary that they say like no one knows where where she is. Yeah, she went away. But then when I was looking up what she was in, like I'd seen Kiss Me Goodbye all the time mm. when this movie came out. I would have recognized her because we had that on video. Right. And then on TV, she's in like an episode of St. Elsewhere, TJ Hooker, Scarecrow, Mrs. King, Remington Steel, <laughs> 21 Jump Street, Alienation, Pretender, and Chicago Hope, all of which I watched. I'm like, <laughs> I saw this woman a lot for like a decade. Yeah. And then she yeah. just went away. And, I'm like, and there's people on Reddit talking about that. And they're like, well, if she wanted to go away, good for her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's cool. All right. Well, um, Robert, before we go, you want to plug another one of your uh, podcasts? <laughs> uh, yeah, my my next one was uh, Dave Made a Minute, where we looked at the indie film Dave Made a Maze. Uh, but that one was different in that I gave the minutes randomly to a lot of other podcasters, and they didn't even know what movie it was. <laughs> so that one's pretty fun. <laughs> We just went through a, a similar experience with the Into the Night Minute. Uh, yeah, I did that one too. We had never seen that before. All right. Well, I think it's time to put a stake in this one. Please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Men. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minute at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. And I'm Leonard. And I'm Robert. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a fright night, everyone. He's a vampire. A what? (laughs) You're so cool.